0: Yes, Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to
1: the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley.
0: Good morning. It's 8 o'clock. It was another day of wild upsets at the NCAA tournament. Several more underdogs advance in the first day of the second round action. Loyola Chicago into the season for number one Illinois, scoring a 71-58 win. Syracuse knocked off West Virginia 75-72. The 15 seed Oral Roberts moves on to the Sweet 16 after beating Florida 81-78. Oregon State held on to a 14-point halftime lead to defeat Oklahoma State 80-70. Our coverage continues today at noon of the tournament. It's presented locally by Lexus of Richmond, exclusively 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. BCU fans still trying to wrap their heads around getting booted from the tournament on Saturday due to COVID protocols. They are the only team so far in the tourney to not play because of the virus. The VCU women's team plays today at 2 in the first round against Indiana. That game can be seen on ESPNU. Nationals manager Max uh, Davey Martinez has announced on Sunday that Max Scherzer will be the team's opening day starter. He'll go up against Jacob deGrom in a rematch of Sunday's spring training game in which Washington lost by a final score of 6-2. It'll be the sixth time in seven seasons that Scherzer receives the opening day not. Matt Blaney beat out Kyle Larson to win Sunday's Cup Series race in Atlanta. Larson would dominate the race, leading 269 to the 325 laps. Chesterfield's Denny Hamlin, who started on the pole, finished in fourth. This Sunday, it's the much-anticipated dirt race from the Bristol Motor Speedway. Matt Jones wins the PGA's Honda Classic by five strokes to pick up his first tour victory since 2014. Danny McCarthy out of UVA finished in a tie for third. He was at 6-under. Your ESPN Richmond weather forecast today. 39 right now in Richmond on a way to 63 with the low of 43 later on tonight, all under clear skies. The ESPN Richmond is on the move starting April 1st. You'll hear us exclusively at 1061 FM with Bob Black in the sports huddle, moving back to where it all started, 4 to 6 on your drive home. Get ready to update your presets because April 1st will be found on the new 1061 ESPN. You're up to date now in the Richmond Sports Center at 802 Mitchell Bradley
1: on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Luck Chevrolet. Family owned and operated since 1916. If you're shopping for a car or truck, buy it from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland. Huddle up. Sit up. Alright, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's
2: go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPN Come on, huddle
1: up. Now, here's Bob Black.
2: The inbound to Buddy
3: Beheim, and the celebration is on for the Orange. They've advanced to the Sweet 16 with a hard-fought 75-72
4: win over the West Virginia Mountaineers. It's hard to make the Sweet 16. Look around, look at some of the teams that are out. It's really hard to, to get to the Sweet 16. When I started coaching, we thought that was, you're supposed to do that, you know. Uh, I think we went to 14 or 15 Sweet 16s, and some of them I don't even think we celebrated. Probably 10 of them. I, I don't even think we celebrate them. We just figured that's what we're supposed to do. But uh, it's very hard. There's so many good teams.
5: The Bayheims leading Syracuse to the Sweet 16. Yes, I've got a little smile on my face as I say that as a proud Cuse grad. Didn't see this one coming. There are a lot of teams still alive in the NCAA tournament and no longer alive in the NCAA tournament. that could be saying the same thing, that they didn't see this coming in 2021. But here we are with an 11-seed Syracuse. They are still alive in the field. As Jim Beheim said, it's hard to get to the Sweet 16 no matter what your seed is. And when that buzzer sounded, you heard the call from Bill Rosinski from Westwood 1 at the end of their victory yesterday over West Virginia. Plenty of jubilation from a Syracuse program that is used to getting to the Sweet 16, but it is hard to do. And as son Buddy Beheim said after the game, if you'd asked him two months ago, he honestly admitted he never would have thought Syracuse would have been a Sweet 16 team. The same, perhaps, for 12-seeded Oregon State, a Sweet 16 team, and certainly for 15-seeded Oral Roberts, which is also a Sweet 16 team, just the second 15-seed ever to get to the Sweet 16. Florida Gulf Coast was the other. And that's how we tip off the Monday edition of what should be a wild sports huddle after a wild weekend of NCAA basketball action that's not done yet with this pandemic challenge schedule The wrap-up of this round is today. We have wall-to-wall basketball for you here on ESPN Richmond. Beginning at high noon today, we're going to do it all over again with the second round on the left side of the bracket after we finished up the right side of the bracket yesterday. You're at the right spot. You're at ESPN Richmond, and this is the sports huddle for a Monday morning. Bob Black with you here. Mitchell Bradley producing. Thank you for joining us. 521-8501 to talk some NCAA basketball. For the most part, we will touch and dabble on some other topics this morning in the next two hours as well. Text us 804 638 Really was crazy over the weekend, and obviously our driving story in all of this. You know, when we left last week, we were bragging pretty good that the Commonwealth of Virginia was second amongst all the states in the nation with teams in the NCAA tournament opening it up with five, and we are left just, what, 48, 72 hours later with zero teams remaining in the NCAA tournament. Liberty falls, Norfolk State, after getting a first four win, eventually falls, obviously, to Gonzaga. Virginia Tech can't hold on to beat Florida in overtime, losing that game. Virginia, um, man, I, I really shook my head at the Cavaliers. I understand they had a tough week. But there were just some things that I didn't quite understand what they were doing. And I am about as big a Tony Bennett fan as there is out there. And I guess it was just the circumstances that they just didn't have enough gas in the tank to get it done against an inspired and really good Ohio team. But I did shake my head on several things that I thought the Cavaliers might have tried down the stretch because what they were doing wasn't working. And it just never happened. And the defending national champs are out of the NCAA tournament they gave it a shot obviously we all knew and this is no disrespect to Ohio but I honestly believe and this is going to be some of my Virginia bias Commonwealth of Virginia bias here if those teams play 10 times Tony Bennett would find a way to win at least eight of them but that was one of them that he wasn't going to win I know I'm not giving Ohio much credit there but I just think on a level playing field and I'm not belly aching that this wasn't a level playing field because we all knew going in it wasn't going to be a level playing field. Uh, that was a tough ask of Virginia. I still think there were some things they could have done that they didn't do to perhaps win that game, so really felt bad there for UVA. I really would have liked to have seen them move on, uh, but Ohio give them credit for really an inspired game, uh, and now they, as a double-digit seed, get an opportunity against Creighton tonight. Uh, As a 13 seed against number five Creighton, which had a hang on against the number 12 Santa Barbara. I thought Santa Barbara was going to win that game. That was one of my uh, 5 12 upset picks that almost came to fruition, but not quite. Um, and then the last one uh, is VCU. An er- absolute stunner, absolute gut punch. Whether you like them, you don't like them. If you're any kind of college basketball fan, that is just a horrible way to see your season come to an end i think we all held our breath that it was going to happen to somebody somewhere and we were rolling along so well that we had just become ingrained in the games and we embracing the upsets and the drama and it was starting to feel like a normal ncaa tournament even though it was played with sparse crowds everywhere throughout indianapolis and indiana as they played those games and i thought that was fine all those settings were good in Indiana, the neutral court, some of the iconic arenas in college basketball like Assembly Hall and at Indiana University and the Hinkle House at Butler or Mackey Arena, Purdue, all of that, actually, I thought gave it a pretty nice backdrop and setting considering the circumstances we're in, but you always held your breath on these COVID tests and what potentially could happen. And wow, what a stunner on the news, what, three hours before the game. That VCU was not going to play. Now they knew this was going on; they'd had an inkling of these tests as early as Wednesday, and were certainly hopeful that it wasn't going to multiply, and that there wasn't going to be a long list of contact tracing, and that they would have enough players to play the game, even if they were without a couple. Uh, Virginia obviously was out Justin McCoy when they they wound up playing that game against Ohio, uh, but the Marion County Health officials and the NCAA deemed there was too much of a risk considering the number of positive tests that had already taken place and they shut down VCU and gave Oregon a no-contest victory. And there's all sorts of speculation going on out there. There are all sorts of people that are seething mad at all sorts of people. And maybe you guys and gals can help me out because I don't really know what to think. I'm kind of with Mike Rhodes on this one. I think you're kind of wasting your time if you try and point fingers here and publicly call somebody out, I think, and there's been plenty of that going on. And I just, back to day one, the coronavirus plays no favorites. The coronavirus is unbeaten. We are not, you know, in charge of this thing. The virus is, and that's kind of what happened to VCU. This is a team that went all year without having any lengthy pauses, right? They had just the one weekend pause during the Atlantic 10 season that cost them one game, and that was it. If there were any other games on their schedule that got moved, it was because of the opponent. So they were very fortunate. You know, whatever they were doing worked to get through the season without a lengthy COVID pause. And I think there's a lot of people that are still upset, and this is not second-guessing. Because a lot of us said it even before it happened. When the, a- when the A-10 moved those games, I just we all thought they were asking for trouble. I, we said it. This is not second-guessing because VCU uh, paid the price for this. But when they moved that tournament up and then they kept the championship game a week later and then they moved it to Dayton to me that was tempting fate and we said it at the time didn't quite understand why we were moving the tournament up why we were scrapping the last week of the regular season when teams needed games to play why we had a week between the end of the semifinals and the championship game and then right into the ncaa tournament you didn't have any time to perhaps get a quarantine or isolation period in uh to this day does not make any sense why the championship game was moved to Dayton still makes no sense whatsoever to me and a lot of other people you know you had two fine arenas ready to host that championship game where you had played the rest of the tournament and that's the way you were going to do it why you changed is is an inexplicable question that hasn't been answered um as far as I'm concerned and I think a lot of other people as well the um The Roger Ayers theory, I don't buy into that one at all. The official who uh, called the championship game between St. Bonaventure and VCU at Dayton on that Sunday afternoon and then subsequently tested positive for the virus. He and the other five officials who were sent home from the NCAA tournament, the other five for contact tracing, because they all went out and had a meal together in Indianapolis, and then Roger was uh, tested positive. And by the way, thoughts and prayers for him because apparently he has gotten it you know, fairly seriously. Um, and, and we hope that he is on the mend and on the way back. Uh, terrific official. Get an opportunity to see him many times during the course of the year because he does officiate 8-10 games. And he's one of those who does a good job of interacting with us at the broadcast table both when he comes out pregame, spend a couple minutes chatting a little bit, but also during the game to keep you up to date on what's happening and when there are official reviews and things like that. He's always very good at coming over the table, letting you know the call and why the call was made. So, And he's a Final Four official anyway. Don't need my stamp of approval on him. But I just don't buy that theory that, that Roger Ayers was the reason that VCU had positive tests. I mean, apparently St. Bonaventure didn't have any positive tests, and they were in the same game. As VCU on the same court for the same amount of time and truthfully the officials are not all that close to the players throughout the course of the game and certainly not standing with them for 15 straight minutes at a time I I understand all the rest of it you know the the sweat and the spit coming out and all all the things that that could infect somebody but I I just don't buy that as the reason this happened and again back to Mike Rhodes's point it really doesn't matter how it happened at this point. You could be contained in that bubble kind of environment all you want, and you could still get it. You're reducing the chance, you know, the more you isolate, the more you quarantine, the more you stay with just your tier one party. But it still doesn't guarantee you that it's not going to happen. So just really heartbreaking for VCU to go home without playing a game. We hope those guys that tested positive are okay. We hope that that it was minimal effects or asymptomatic and that they're okay getting back to uh, Richmond. Boy, that, that's a last tough tough pill to swallow, quite frankly, is that unfortunately those guys that tested positive had to be bussed back from Indianapolis to Richmond. Uh, uh, talk about adding insult to injury and adding on to your misery. Obviously those guys already feel miserable, and now you've got to stick them on a bus and go 10 hours to get home. The rest of the team uh, took a charter flight home, got home in the wee hours of the morning after the game was, was called a no contest for Oregon. So really tough stuff this morning for VCU over the weekend. No doubt about it. The one team out of the 68 that did not get an opportunity to play. Oregon, obviously, their opponent will still get an opportunity to play um, when they played uh, their first. It's so weird. They're going to play their first game in the NCAA tournament today. They are the uh, noon tip-off game. As a matter of fact, that's the Oregon-Iowa game um that's the twelve ten game on cbs this afternoon of course we'll have it here on espn richmond as well all right as you might imagine that is our morning brew for a monday morning as the ncaa tournament marches on normally this would be a day to recap everything because the first two rounds would be done and we'd have the full sweet 16 but that's not the case. We only have half of the Sweet 16. The other half is coming today. We'll run down those games for you as well. And certainly want to talk more about Virginia's loss to Ohio and Virginia Tech's tough, tough loss to Florida. I thought they were going to win that game, particularly when they hit the three, to send it to overtime. Figured all the momentum was with the Hokies, but they didn't have enough and Florida. Advanced, and then they ran into Oral Roberts, and that was that. That was that for them. So, in any event, NCA tournament is your morning brew, brought, brought to you by Pig and Brew Barbecue, North Carolina style barbecue, south of the James, at thirteen thirteen, Hull Street Road. Open uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and each week they have a full special menu and today's special this week's special is the st louis smoked ribs with a side of homemade potato salad yes sir those smoked ribs they're smoking them up good at pig and brew barbecue you just have to wait a couple days but they'll be there for you wednesday thursday friday and saturday you can check out the full menu at pigandbrew.com check out what's coming up on this morning sports huddle These are today's top
1: stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive.
2: That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water.
5: Opening drive brought to you by the Lexus of Richmond invitation to Lexus sales event. It is happening now through the end of the month through March 31st. Lexus of Richmond, of course, our proud sponsor of our March Madness NCA tournament coverage, which you'll hear again beginning at noon today here on ESPN Richmond. Stop by the Lexus dealership, 9703 Midlothian Turnpike. Visit online anytime at LexusofRichmond.com. So because we do have wall-to-wall basketball today, uh, no border-to-border with Matt Joseph, presented by Colonial Downs Racetrack. He will be back tomorrow, but he will be on with us this morning uh, to talk a little bit about the NCAA tournament. And I really do have a probing question for him. And Mitchell and I were talking about this this morning, and I'm sure my guy Derby Bill knows the answer as well, but I'm going to bring it up with Matt. What happens for all of you that bet on the Oregon VCU game? Now, I know in the Commonwealth of Virginia – Officially, you can't do that. Or legally, let me preface that and put "legally" in italics. Legally, you can't do that. But if you were in another state and you bet on the VCU Oregon game, which was deemed a no contest, and I think officially it either goes down as a one nothing or a two nothing Oregon victory. I looked on the CBS Sports uh, bracket and they list it as a two nothing. Oregon win. But either way, uh I think the line was somewhere around six or seven, maybe, in Oregon's favor. So if you took VCU and you plopped down ten bucks, don't you win? That? That even though VCU lost, if you're if they were getting six or seven points, they technically would have won. So I don't know the answer to that. And we'll have to ask Matt Josephs about that. Obviously if you took Oregon, if you're playing the bracket uh, they get the win, they move on, you circle it as a, as a win, and you move on. But if you were in the parlay betting world, how does, how does the sports betting world handle a game like that uh, between Oregon and VCU that's a no contest, but there is a winner declared in that game? So we will ask Matt about that when he joins us uh, towards the end of the show this morning, about uh, 9.45 or so. I'll keep going in reverse order here. David Teal is going to join us in the 9 o'clock hour. He's out or was out in Indianapolis covering a very unusual NCAA tournament, uh, whether it was Virginia or Virginia Tech or VCU. And he and Wayne Epps combined on an article in the Times-Dispatch, Richmond.com, yesterday and today on the plight of VCU, so we will certainly talk with David about that, but also the Hokies and the Hoos dropping out as well. Pretty disappointing uh, for the Commonwealth of Virginia. We lose all five of our teams, and the ACC not really a whole lot better, quite frankly. Uh, Thank goodness for Florida State. Uh, I think they've still got a chance to make a a really good run in this thing. It's the 4-5 matchup for them today as they get Colorado, and then they would either get Michigan or LSU Uh, moving forward in the Sweet 16, and then of course Syracuse, uh, the other ACC team that has advanced, and I'm not sure anybody really saw that one coming, but it has not been a great tournament otherwise for the, uh, for the ACC or the Commonwealth of Virginia. So we will talk a little bit other than college basketball this morning we'll talk a little college football Russ Huseman joins us each and every Monday morning at 8 30 during the spring season for the FCS teams and for the Richmond Spiders and unfortunately they didn't get a chance to play their game Saturday either that one we knew a week or so ago when JMU hit pause again for the second straight week so the Spiders had an unintended bye week Saturday and didn't play a game they're scheduled to host Elon Saturday at Robin Stadium at four o'clock william and mary knocked off elon on saturday the tribe looked very good quite frankly i watched a little bit of that game on saturday as well and the tribe did look uh, very good so elon it'll be back-to-back games for the spiders against the phoenix that's who they played a couple of weeks ago on the road then had the week off as it turned out because no jmu game and then right back with their second meeting with elon it's a four o'clock game saturday at Robin stadium we will interrupt our ncaa tournament coverage to bring you that game as the home of the spiders we'll be on there at 3 30 with richmond football four o'clock against elon that one's also on television nbc sports washington their main channel will have that game on saturday afternoon for us all right so there's your lineup for this morning on the Sports Huddle, so again, some college football talk coming up at the bottom of the hour, and then lots more college basketball talk with David Teal and Matt Josephs coming up in the nine uh, o'clock hour. David joins us at nine fifteen, and then Matt, uh, pretty much, at nine forty-five for us as well uh, here on the Monday sports huddle 99.5 1027 espn is where you're tuned again don't forget 1061 espn becomes your new home for espn richmond programming and all of our local shows beginning april 1st as i like to say that is no april fool's joke for me and this show and listeners of this show we are moving Uh, as mitchell appropriately said uh brought back some good memories when he mentioned that this morning on the update kind of where it all started back in the afternoon for me so we're going back to the afternoons we'll put the alarm clock in uh, mothballs in storage for a little bit here and we'll be four to six and that's actually going to start Monday April 5th and it's going to be a little bit disjointed to get it started because we are also the home of the Atlanta Braves and they're opening the season with several uh, day games during the week so we will carry those games for you monday we're going to do a show monday april 5th we'd already pretty much determined no matter what was happening it's final four monday uh, sean's going to join me sean robertson from cbs six in the afternoon and we'll preview the national championship game we were certainly hoping it would include a virginia team if at all possible but that did not happen we already know that but we do want to get the afternoon started but just as a matter of programming That Thursday, April 1, the Braves do open against the Phillies, ironically enough. Uh, Friday, we're off. And then Monday, we'll do our first afternoon show from 4 to 6. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, the Braves are scheduled to play afternoon games. So um, we'll be kind of uh, hopscotching around a little bit to get it going. And that will happen from time to time. And certainly more than happy to hand off the baton to the Atlanta Braves and uh, let their coverage air on our airwaves in the afternoon. So in any event, starting April 1, 1061 ESPN is the place to tune for all of our local programming and all of your ESPN Richmond programming as well. And as I said, from the afternoon standpoint, from 4 to 6 and like way, way back in the day um, – you know, in a radio life long, long ago, that is where this started. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was three to six. Maybe Mitchell, you have a better memory than
0: I do. Uh, when we, I started, think you started four to six, if I remember, f- and then expanded three to, three to six. Three to six. Yes.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. The three-hour
0: tour—that's how I remember. That's it. It right. Became a thing.
5: You're right. The three-hour tour did become a thing. You're right. But it may have started four to six, and then we went three to six, uh, and then when we reincarnated it uh, in the past, what three and a half, four years ago, I guess my timeline right there. Oh no, it's got to be longer than, four, four, than that. Four, we, four and a half years ago. We've been maybe. at
0: Radio One for four years, and you were back on well before then. So
5: yeah, yeah, it's, it's
0: shockingly it. longer than I think any I of us think that yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
5: We did the three to four. We did just an hour when when Greg Burton, um, you know, uh, was going, what, three to six and decided to go yes. four to six, which was fine. Uh, and I was able to get that three to four hour and then move to the morning. And now here we go back to four to six in the afternoon. So – that's a long-winded way to say tune to 106.1 ESPN starting on April 1st. All right, let's stay right on time this morning. We'll take a break. As I said, we're going to hit hit pause in a good way here for just a moment from the NCAA tournament. I do want to dive way more into that with all the action that we watched this weekend. I guess the silver lining of not having Spider football Saturday was the opportunity to watch a lot of college basketball Saturday and Sunday. So anyway, we'll take a break from that. Russ Husman, Richmond football coach, will join us. An unusual bye week as it turned out for the Spiders in an unusual spring season. So we'll talk with him about that and also get a preview of their rematch, as it turns out, with Elon Saturday at Robin Stadium. Coach Usman joins us next on the Sports Huddle for now, 99.5, 1027 FM, 9.50 AM, ESPN. Get ready to update the preset
1: of RVA's number one sports talk station. Starting April 1st, ESPN Richmond is moving to 106.1 FM with a stronger signal and even stronger local sports talk. Beginning April 1st, you can find us at 106.1 ESPN.
6: Hey, Richmond. I want you to know about a new project from our parent company, Urban One. They proposed One, a world-class casino and resort that would be located right off I-95 in South Richmond. One will feature profit sharing for employees. Over 50 minority investors and a commitment to donating $30 to our community. On site, you'll find 12 local restaurants, a 3,000-person live music venue, world-class gaming, and over 50 acres of green space. And if selected, one will be America's only black-owned casino. But to make this happen, we need your voice please go to one that's o-n-e casino resort, dot com, to let the city know you want one again that's one while you're there check out our videos and click to follow us on twitter and facebook at one casino resort add your voice to bring the best in dining music and gaming to rva tell richmond you want one
1: Lessus of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond.
7: Now this is something to get excited about. 21 Days of Beauty is happening now at Ulta Beauty. Get ready to feel fresh, new, and yeah, like you again. Give your routine a glow-up with daily beauty steals of 50% off the must-haves from brands like Too Faced and First Aid Beauty. And explore the newest arrivals from brands like Tarte and Benefit. Discover endless ways to feel like your best self. Shop in-store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Hurry! This event ends April 3rd. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful.
6: Serving Richmond and beyond for over 20 years, Bon Air Shell features a full line of automotive services. Check out BonAirShell.com, loaded with coupons, specials, and more, to see all that they can do for your car and your peace of mind. And now, with their Fuel Rewards program, you can save at least five cents per gallon on every fill up. Learn more at FuelRewards.com. Go see the team at Bon Air Shell, 8762 West Huguenot Road. Go to BonAirShell.com or call them at 272-3232. That's 272-3232. This update is brought to you by Ariana's
1: Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials. 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District. Or order online at arianasrva.com. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is
0: 829, another day of wild upsets at the NCAA Tournament on Sunday. Several more underdogs advance in the first day of the second round action. Loyola Chicago ended the season for number one, Illinois. Scoring a 71-58 win. Syracuse knocked off West Virginia... 72 The number 15 seed Oral Roberts moves on to the Sweet 16 after beating Florida 81-78 and Oregon State held on to their 14-point halftime lead to defeat Oklahoma State 80-70. Our coverage starts again today at noon, presented locally by Lexus of Richmond on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. VCU fans still trying to wrap their heads around getting the boot from the tournament on Saturday due to COVID protocols. They're the only team so far in the tourney to not play because of the virus. The VCU women's team plays today at 2 in the first round against Indiana. That game can be seen on ESPNU. Nationals manager Davey Martinez announced on Sunday that Max Scherzer will be the team's opening day starter. He'll go up against Jacob DeGrom in a rematch of Sunday's spring training game in which Washington lost 6-2. It'll be the sixth time in seven seasons that Scherzer receives the opening day nod. Matt Blaney beat out Kyle Larson to win Sunday's Cup Series race at Atlanta. Larson would dominate the race, leading 269 of the 325 laps. Chesterfield's Denny Hamlin, who started on the pole, finished in fourth. This Sunday's much-anticipated dirt race comes from the Bristol Motor Speedway. Matt Jones wins the PGA's Honda Classic by five strokes to pick up his first tour victory since 2014. Denny McCarthy out of UVA finished in a tie for third. He was at six under. Your ESPN Richmond weather forecast, sunny today, plenty of it. Sunshine all day long, high around 63 degrees. Nighttime lows falling into the lower 40s. ESPN Richmond is on the move starting April 1st. You'll hear us exclusively at 1061 FM with Bob Black and the Sports Huddle moving back to where it all started, 4-6 on your drive home. Get ready to update your presets because April 1st will only be found on the new 1061 ESPN. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 831.
1: Mitchell Bradley on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746.
7: This is good
4: news. Maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance, and MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's healthcare costs. And because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever Apply by March 31st. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. Call 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855 51 bible 855-51-BIBLE. Catch every NCAA basketball tournament game on all 70 high-def TVs at Uptown Alley, 6101
7: Brad McNear Parkway, or online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com.
0: The UPS Store is every ink for small business. And for confidential information... quiet! Check out shredding services. The UPS Store. Shredding services are provided by Iron Mountain Information Management, LLC. The
7: UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned. Visit theupsstore.com slash shredding for details. When an accident devastates your life, our job is to try to put your life back together again. Personal injuries can happen at any time in your life. In a moment's time, you may suffer from a debilitating injury that could last a lifetime. That's where the G-Law Firm comes in. We understand because we've been there before. For over 30 years, Central Virginia has trusted us after an accident to get them justice. If you've been injured due to someone else's negligence, call the G-Law Firm. Personal Injury Attorneys, 226-4111.
2: Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond.
1: Local Sports Talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Borders of Order with Matt and Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
5: Three on the sports huddle 99 5, 1027 fm nine fifty am esp and we're going to slide in a little college football talk in between all our college hoops talk on a monday morning as each and every monday at 8 30 richmond football coach russ huseman joins us during the spring season good morning russ how are you good bob how you doing doing fine thanks how did the guys get back at it as we said an unintended unexpected bye week and an off saturday and i know you were out there on a sunday and starting to prep for elon um how did the guys get back at it for
4: you well i mean as soon as we found out on monday or uh yeah it's monday uh late evening you know mondays are off days anyway for our players and as soon as we found out, then we just turned it into our normal bye week scenario there, and um, gave them Tuesday. Was, they lifted Tuesday game, Wednesday off, then light practice Thursday, Friday gave them Saturday off, then back at it on Sunday. So it was pretty pretty normal bye week. We got into it pretty uh, pretty easily and pretty quickly.
5: You will return. Uh, what is not normal about playing the same team that you just did? How have you gone about kind of starting to frame that? for your coaches to do their prep work as well as your players knowing that you're going to turn around and in 14 days play the same team you just played
4: kind of weird to be honest with you um you know because you, you you know we spent a lot of time game planning leading up to the first game and and you know some things were good some things weren't good uh obviously you know elon's going to look at the things that hurt us uh with them and We'll do the same thing and, and, you know, kind of tweak it here and there, but, but we do what we do offensively and defensively. And they're the same way. I mean, they've got their, their system offensively and defensively. Now there'll be some tweaks on both sides, uh, you know, to, to kind of figure out how to take advantage of what we saw in the first game, but, um, you know, it'll be very similar game plans. And, and again, we, you know, we kind of do what we do. And, and obviously they do what they do too.
2: Is
5: there at all, Russ, a tendency not to tweak as much when you're the winning team in a game like this? I have this conversation all the time with Coach Mooney in basketball because obviously they're more familiar with playing opponents twice in one year, and we always talk about the winning team might have a tendency not to change as much. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, whereas the losing team could really dramatically change some things, and you may see some things against them that you didn't see that first time around.
4: Yeah, I mean the one thing that you got to be a little worried about is, you know, Elon sitting at one and three. Um, you know, their, their chances of winning the league and going to the playoffs are shot. Um, I don't think I'm saying anything that's 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 not out there, but you know, they can kind of throw caution to the wind a little bit and and maybe do some things they normally wouldn't do, take some chances, whether it's special teams, whether it's you know. Uh, plays offensively different things kind of out of the box defensively um so you got to be you know you got to be conscious of them really you know making some some doing some things that maybe normally in a typical time time of year they wouldn't do um and, and also i mean obviously special teams is a way to way to do that but um Yeah, I mean, we gotta, I mean, we just can't go in and say, well, we ran this and this and this and it worked, so we're going to run that. I mean, you have to try to do those things and do things that were successful, but also understand that, that, that they're smart down there too, and they'll, they'll take away some things that hurt them too, in some ways
5: should make for a fun game on saturday afternoon four o'clock at robin stadium richmond and elon how much of a sense uh, i know you mentioned it, it felt kind of like a normal bye week but what wasn't normal about it is there was a game scheduled and it was james madison how much of a sense of disappointment did you feel from your guys who were playing very well with the back-to-back wins against william mary and elon and an opportunity to you know kind of judge themselves against one of the best teams in fcs and it didn't come come to fruition last week
4: uh, yeah, I mean it was disappointing. Um, I think for everybody involved, James Madison included. I mean, I'm sure they were disappointed they didn't get the opportunity to play. Um, but you know, coming into this thing, we knew these this this was going to happen, uh, and uh, you know, it's it's this disease, uh, this pandemic is 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 there, and and there was no way that this. Spring season was going to go on without a hitch. I mean, I think everybody in the country knew that. Um, but we were excited to play. They were excited to play, no question about that. We'll get to play them here in two weeks and and see how we match up against them at that point in time. But, you know, our sole focus is on Elon and, and you know, how, how we can give ourselves the best chance to win that game.
5: Uh where do you hope to see the most improvement from what was for the most part really solid effort. Thirty eight fourteen score would certainly reflect that. But as you said, as a coaching staff, you're gonna find things that didn't go as well as you would like. Where do you hope to see the most improvement, Russ, from, from two weeks ago to this Saturday?
4: Well, I think the, the one thing is we gave up defensively a couple big plays that were that should have been defended. Um, you know, our guys put themselves in and not the best position to defend a couple big plays that they had that actually, you know, the one they had the run, we didn't fit our gaps properly on that one. Um, we, we ended up stopping them on that, that drive, you know, down there. And I think they got it down to the six yard line. Uh, the one big pass play for the touchdown, uh, you know, that, that was should have been defended, uh, without, you know, You know, it should have been defended with what we had called coverage-wise. So, you know, we got to make sure that we're not making those mistakes. um, You know, button things like that up. I mean, we didn't play perfect. Obviously, the Elon didn't play perfect. um, But you know, we got to clean some things up, and I'm sure they do too.
5: Catching up with Russ Husman on our Herman Allen Hotline. We talk with the Spiders football coach each Monday morning at 8.30 normally to recap a game, and we hope we're doing that one week from right now after the Elon game on Saturday afternoon. And you had alluded to the fact, Russ, that uh, there was no doubt there were going to be games postponed, there were going to have to be changes. Is your level of concern rise more? Do you bring it up more now with your guys to make sure you're doing everything possible to reduce those chances when you see – games starting to get postponed. I think the CAA has had you know at least two, maybe three that I can think of that have now been postponed.
4: Absolutely. Um, I never end a practice without telling them to mask up, social distance, no social gatherings, take care of your bodies, do the right things. Uh, every practice um, is ended with that. Um, they know the importance right now um, of us being able to play games. They want to play um, but it just shows. I mean, just you know, the VCU thing. You know, it, it's anything can happen. You can do everything right, all the way across the board, and still get hit with this thing. And you know, I know James Madison probably did everything right, and VCU did everything right, and New Hampshire did everything right, and and all of a sudden, you know, one or two gets hit, and then and then all of a sudden, it, it's it's more and more and more and and that now, now you can't play games, and uh, so there's there. I don't know if there's. <clears throat> you got to be as as diligent as you possibly can, but understand that that. I mean, it, you can't just all of a sudden somebody gets it and just lay blame. Oh, you must have went out to a party or something like that, because mm-hmm. it, it you know it hits it hits people. Um, y- you know, it could be anything. It could be sitting in a classroom. It could be. Uh, you know, sitting in the cafeteria. So, um, I, I know VM, uh, VCU did all their protocols. I'm sure correctly, and and I feel bad for them that they didn't get this opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament. I know that's crushing, and and I know James Madison's disappointed. They haven't gotten to play a couple games here in New Hampshire, uh, so it's it's a tough time. And then you compile that with really in the spring. Bob, you know, we're, we're playing with 63 able bodies right now in the spring, you get uh, an injury or two and a COVID, you know, normally maybe if you got one or two COVID issues, you can still survive and go, but, but when you get injuries and you get position groups, you know, thin, I mean, that's the scary part. If a, if a thin position group gets hit, you can't play. And I think that's uh, again, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure that's what's happening with james madison and in New Hampshire. <clears throat> you know they got hit probably in a position group that would maybe have been thin at the time and and you just can't even though you've still got whatever amount of people available, you don't have a position group available, and you can't you can't function like that and expect to win games and compete and so you know we we're thin right now, we gotta stay healthy uh you know, we, we, practiced yesterday and got through. Uh, we tested this morning. Hopefully we get through this one. We'll practice tomorrow and, and we got to stay healthy throughout practice. We got to get all 63 of these guys, um, you know, to game day on Saturday. And, and, um, you know, we're, we're probably, our numbers are, are lower probably than anybody in the country right now. Just because, it, you know, where we, you know, where we are, we don't, we always don't, we don't feel up. A big number of players on our on our roster, uh, and uh, Richmond's a unique place, and and uh, so we, you know, it makes it a little tougher and a little bit more challenging. But but we we stayed fairly healthy. Uh, we're thin at some spots, but we stayed healthy as long as we continue to stay healthy and COVID free. You know, we'll continue to play and compete and, and have some fun out there.
5: Well, from an injury perspective, did the unintended by week kind of help a little bit maybe keep some not only the guys that had some injuries but also just to keep all the bodies kind of fresh and take that week off that saturday off from playing a game
4: I think yeah it helped to, to have some time off but you know coming out of the Elon game we didn't have anybody that was questionable injury wise uh for the leading up to the James Madison game we were going to be we were going to have everybody available mm-hmm. now some of them got banged up. Uh, we had some guys gimping around a little bit, uh, tweak here or there, but they would have been ready for the James Madison game. But with that being said, you know, to get some of these days off uh, to have a light practice on Thursday and Friday, I think really helped freshen our guys back up and kind of kind of mend some nagging things that we had. But again, we, we would have been, after the Elon game uh on that Saturday against James Madison we would have been full go and and everybody would have been healthy coming out of that game all
5: right last one for you Russ as we talk with Russ Huseman Richmond football coach on the Herman Allen hotline as you told us on behind the web Thursday you were officially giving the team Saturday off what did the head coach do with his official Saturday off
4: watch football actually the <laughs> Elon uh, William Mary game was a good one to watch uh Uh, and and enjoyed that and followed Chattanooga. Uh, They got a big win there against Furman. Uh, I actually – I can't even remember who I put on after. I think I put on the North Dakota State-North Dakota game for a while uh, after that one. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, it was – it wasn't – it's not – these Saturdays aren't typical because – you know, a lot of this you're watching on Flow Sports or ESPN Plus, and 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 you gotta kind of it's it's you know you gotta navigate it through. Where you know on a normal Saturday during the season, I'll have about six stations and have the recall station going. You know, all the way across the board there, and bang, 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 and you know you can go really quickly on a commercial um, to the next game, and uh, and and there's a bunch of them on, but. You know, I, again, I did I did peek at the North Dakota State, North Dakota game a little bit there, too.
5: You know, there were a few college basketball games on. You could have peaked that if you, you know, wanted to get away from football for a little bit.
4: I <laughs> actually didn't watch any of them, I don't think. Um, I, I kind of I, – I'll flip on. What I do is I'll go through my channel guide, and if it looks like it's towards the end of the game, I'll go on to that. And then watch – I like to watch the end of the games. Watching from the beginning to the end, I, the only the only team I can watch do that is Richmond. Other than that, I can't watch a game from beginning to end. Now, the Spiders I'll watch straight through, but the uh, rest of them have no interest, to be honest with you.
5: Viewing habits with Russ Husman. Now we now we know. Wouldn't have expected anything else from you, Coach. Uh, thank you for this morning. We will obviously catch up with you during the week and uh, behind the web on on Thursday, and then hopefully Spider football against Elot on Saturday. Thank you, Russ. All right, thanks, Bob. See you, <laughs> Russ Husman, Spider's head football coach. As we said, each and every Monday morning at eight thirty during this spring season, brought to you by our good friends at Herman Allen Plumbing on the Herman Allen hotline where all of our guests on ESPN Richmond and the sports huddle appear 847 timeout time for us we'll get back to that college basketball talk with you in just a moment when the sports huddle returns Ninety-nine-five, one zero two seven, 1027 ESPN
2: looking for wagering advice or a smarter strategy to pick the NBA or college hoops this weekend then tune in to the fine line with Joe Wiz Saturday mornings at 9 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN
1: This update is brought to you by Luck Chevrolet. Family owned and operated since 1916. If you're shopping for a car or truck, buy it from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland. The push to the 2021 NFL Draft is on, and it all starts with Pro Days. The top prospects from the top schools put to a final test. Get a glimpse of the next generation of NFL stars. Devontae Smith, Kyle Pitts, Zach Wilson, score. Everyone's watching, and NFL Network is here for it. Who will become a star on Pro Day and move up on Draft Day? That's a touchdown for Justin Fields. Pro Days, over 90 schools, all month long on NFL Network.
2: Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. Tens of thousands of happy Lexus owners would agree. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, New showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane, and a technology team. Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond.
7: The tournament is in full swing and the action has it disappointed. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet and that team winning their next game. There's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than putting your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code WXGI to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-532. 3,500.
1: is brought to you by Ariana's Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials, 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District, or order online at Ariana'sRVA.com.
2: Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond.
0: UFC 260 is a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is offering all players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stand with a salary cap, and pile up the points. Download the DraftKings app and use code
1: KJZ to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code KJZ. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It's time for
0: some straight talk. Your tax return could look different this year, but you're still going to hear a lot of noise about how to spend it. So when the big carriers tell you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight
1: Talk, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense and tune into Straight
0: Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise.
1: Lux chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the sports huddle with bob black mornings on espn richmond 516 south washington highway in ashland online at luxchevrolet.com. mike greenberg is now back and part of your morning greenie weekdays at 10 following the sports huddle on 99.5 and 1027 espn
5: Already up to 8.52 on a Monday morning on the sports huddle, and yes, it is a sun-splashed Monday morning. Next couple of days, at least, are going to be like that, so we're excited about that and temperatures getting up into the 60s, and it was a great weekend to get out if you needed a break from college basketball or college football, as Russ Huseman was watching on Saturday. It would have been... great couple days to get out a little bit chilly but it warmed up and it's going to get a little bit warmer as well so good things ahead for all of us uh ahead for us in the nine o'clock hours i mentioned david teal always love having him on for the richmond times dispatch he's got a great season wrap-up article i was just scrolling through it Uh, during the break on richmond.com if you want kind of a rundown of what happened to all of our state college basketball teams during this pandemic driven season uh, david usually does great work and capsulized it terrifically again so take a take a read of if you got an opportunity of his story, and he was out in Indianapolis along with uh, Mike Barber, was out there as well. Uh, Wayne Epps was covering the VCU story from back here in Richmond, so they really did a nice job on all of that. But if you want kind of a roundup, no matter who your team is, whether it's VCU or UVA or Tech or Richmond, any of them, uh, he really did a nice job. And, and it is It is ironic that the last team standing in the Commonwealth of Virginia is Richmond playing in the NIT. Uh, That, of course, because of the schedule as much as anything else, but the Spiders did win their first NIT game, and David gave a nice shout-out to the Spiders for the come-from-behind win after they endured the three uh, COVID pauses during the course of the regular season. Obviously, would rather be in the NCAA tournament. Every team in the NIT would rather be in the NCAA tournament. Uh, But if you're going to be in it, you might as well be in it to win it. And they'll try again on Thursday night at 6 o'clock Eastern time against Mississippi State, which knocked off St. Louis. Uh, The Spiders, the only remaining Atlantic 10 team after four of them started in the NIT. And so Richmond will play Mississippi State, Ben Howland, and Mississippi State on uh, Thursday evening, 6 o'clock Eastern time. We'll have that one for you as well here on ESPN Richmond beginning at 5.30. So in any event, David will join us here in the 9 o'clock hour, and we will talk about what happened with VCU probably first and foremost, and then UVA and Virginia Tech as well. And, and I had mentioned at the outset, I, I was almost screaming at the TV on the visa, on the Virginia-Ohio game, and, and this was probably a result of the pause that Virginia had been through and their lack of preparation time. But Ohio became a very disciplined, uh, methodical team in that game, and especially once they took the lead. And it wasn't until desperation time that Virginia went to drastic measures and went to more full-court pressure and trapping and did come up with a couple of turnovers, but just didn't have enough enough time or enough points to come back. And I, I my only wonderment, and I like I keep saying, Tony Bennett, one of my favorite, best coaches of all time, not just right now, in, in college basketball and handles everything so well, I just would have kind of wondered why, They didn't pick up the pressure a little bit sooner, and not even to get steals necessarily, but the Ohio guards were literally walking the ball across midcourt. They were taking literally eight seconds, nine seconds, every time they got the ball with no pressure, and they shortened the game, and they slowed down the game. And the two things that Virginia needed were to lengthen the game and, in my opinion, pick up the speed of the game. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to get a steal in the backcourt, every time nor do you want to like double team and then leave a guy open for a dunk at the other end but just enough to speed them up get them a little bit out of their comfort zone get them into the forecourt a little bit sooner where you can play more solid man-to-man defense because what was happening is it looked to me in any event and again some of this is covid related i'm sure it is that they were back on their heels waiting for ohio to get the ball across mid-court and then once they put their offense into gear, Virginia was still kind of back on its heels, which is very uncharacteristic for a UVA team and UVA defensive team. And they gave up some back doors and some layups that you don't normally see out of a Virginia defensive team. And I just think they played into Ohio's hands in this case, and, and hence a 62-58 loss. I mean, Virginia didn't shoot the ball well, obviously. You only scored 58 points. You only shoot 35% from the floor. You get out rebounded as well. You got to. I just thought they had to do something different, and to me, that would have been speed up the tempo of the game, try and lengthen it, um, and get into the backcourt a little bit. Again, not necessarily going for steals, but picking up in the backcourt, making them work a little bit harder to get it into the offensive zone, and maybe get them out of that deliberate, methodical um, pace that they were in. And, and I was saying it. easy for us to sit on the couch and watch on television and say it, um, but. Uh, I, I did question that a little bit with, with UVA. I, I wish they would have done that and given themselves a little bit more of a chance uh, to come back. You know, once once Ohio got, what, well, they went going on like a 10 0 run, took about a seven point lead. At that point, man, they walked it up every single time. So, in any anyway, event, that's my uh, Monday morning quarterbacking on UVA. It's not worth very much, but there you have it. All right, uh, let's get a phone call in before we get to the top of the hour break. Uh, Bruce, haven't heard from him in a while. Let's check in, 521-8501. Hello,
3: Bruce. How are you, my friend? Hey, good morning, Bob. Hey, Bob. Uh, just, uh, you know, I'm going to comment on your UVA, but my my first question and my best Vince Lombardi voice, what's the world going on out here? <laughs> <laughs> what are you referencing? <laughs> That's a question for, that's an all-encompassing question for a lot of things that I saw this weekend. It is. It is. I I saw the announcement from Mitchell over the social media (laughs) about the changes. So (laughs) that's a pretty, that's a pretty big one. What in the world? (laughs) 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 Yeah, that impacts us just a
5: little bit, Bruce. (laughs) Yeah, I
3: saw that announcement. And then without question, uh, you know, I have two teams left in the Sweet 16 thus far. Uh, really one team because Baylor is sort of the only team I'm picking. I picked either Baylor or Gonzaga to win. Mm-hmm. But uh, th- this bracket, man, I mean, I, this should have been a year, and Matt sort of told us this, this should have been a year that you should have threw everything out of the window. You mm-hmm. should have just went bottom down. I mean, for Shaka, with his experience, yep. you know, I'm, I'm almost, Shaka, go back ball, bruh.
5: Cause, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of us I mean, that have been saying that every time they go to a cutaway of of Coach Smart on the sideline that it's time to cut the hair back and and go back to your VCU look, man. But I had them in my Final Four, and
3: and, and I had Illinois. In